I'm Josh Snyder, and you're listening to Thoughtful Discussions, and I'm here with Max Gems Gonzalez. Awesome. Thanks so much for being on. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about yourself. Um, so, I am uh, Pittsburgh's number one most reformed bad boy. Uh, <laughs> in, yes. what, in what style? What? Uh, yeah, so I mean, most people know me in Pittsburgh as a graffiti guy. Yep. Um, I was Pittsburgh's most wanted graffiti artist 2016. Nice. Um, yeah, uh, but I guess I'm a little bit more multidimensional than that. Uh, I am a visual artist, I'm a curator, I'm a printmaker, a muralist, um, I, an art educator. I do all kinds of things, everything. Cool. Um, yeah, and I, I guess uh, all of it does come back to graffiti for me now, but I try to, to diversify a little bit. Got you. Yep. Got you. So let me talk a little bit about that. So 2016, um, did before that, when you were doing graffiti, did people know that it was you doing that? Uh, so I, I tried to keep it pretty quiet. Um, I guess for context, I moved here in 2012 from Chicago. Got you. When I was in Chicago, it really did not matter who knew you did graffiti. Got you. Um, So when I first came out here, I had a little bit of that mindset where just kind of like, oh, I don't have to care too much. Right. Uh, People did start telling me, though, like, hey, keep that under wraps. Like, don't be too obvious about it. Right. Uh, But for the most part, I was pretty good at not letting people know who I was. Um, hmm. until I got snitched on. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yeah. And then that happened, and that. So what did that change? Uh, yeah. So at the time, I was in my senior year of college with CMU. Yeah. Um, more context. I came to Pittsburgh from Chicago to go to CMU for art school. Gotcha. Uh, and I'll proudly say that was on a full ride scholarship. Yeah. So CMU, awesome. you're a bunch of idiots. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, so I, I came out here, um, and it was my final semester. Um, the graffiti task force was reinstated. Uh, when it was reinstated, uh, the person who snitched on me handed off the evidence, and that was my case. Um, yeah. So the task force got a warrant for my arrest. Uh, crazy story. They were just kind of like trying to find me, and they got had old addresses. And eventually, they showed up to my studio on campus so it really did start coming into my personal life and my uh college life and, right uh which i never ever even tried to bring together my graffiti art and my fine art so, gotcha would you say there were two like two separate type of like lifestyles oh yeah. Come, like oh yeah okay, okay. um like so, most people knew like oh max does graffiti or something he's a graffiti guy uh but i would never be like in a art critique, like here's some photos I took of, of some graffiti I did last night. Right. Yeah. Um, it, or never used like graffiti aesthetics or like I'm a spray paint artist for art schools. Like now I was, I was a printmaker by trade. I'm a printmaker. Gotcha. Uh, so I was completely separate. What's your favorite method of printmaking? I, uh, I'm coming back into screen print a lot. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I guess just due to its accessibility. Right. Um, yeah. and, I guess once you leave college, uh, it's you start to realize how inaccessible printmaking can be to a lot of people. Absolutely. Um, and I do a lot of like art education workshops, things, and the fact that I can bring through a mobile screen print workshop right. is awesome. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Got you. So 2016. Um, so what does the man do? Yeah. Uh, 
So the actual process of me going to court and all that yeah. um, is pretty long, uh, but I, when the graffiti task force showed up to do, interrogate me and everything, mm-hmm. they presented the evidence. Uh, they were like, okay, we've completed one-eighth of our investigation. The restitution you're looking at uh, is going to be $112,000, uh, and they're pretty blunt. Like That'll probably be about two to three years in jail. Um, and, and they, they were like, yeah, we can continue investigating. If we continue investigating, we'll charge you for everything else. So by that point, my mm-hmm. restitution would be up to like $800,000 or some, or somewhere right. higher by their estimation. Yeah. Um, which would have been an even worse case. Uh, and they had such good evidence on me. I was like, I can't fight this. So I lawyered up, mm-hmm. um, got booked, all that, uh, got out on bail. Uh, yeah. And, and then uh the court date finally happened ended up getting one year house arrest uh 58k restitution um and 300 hours community service uh and i don't get off probation until i pay off that restitution gotcha uh so the community service was nothing so i've been volunteering right. with like boom concepts and other people right. forever so i was just gotcha. kind of like whatever cool uh restitution not great because, like I said, I went to school for free. So yeah. it's kind of like, ah, damn, now I pretty much just owe student loans. The, uh, about the same amount. But as... with probation. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Okay, okay. Um, what was your motivation for... So did you grow up born and raised in Chicago? Yeah, yeah. Okay. What was your motivation? What originally got you into graffiti? I Yeah, that's kind of, I guess, a huge difference between Pittsburgh and Chicago. Yeah. That yeah. question is just like... I'm from the southwest side of Chicago, like a okay. Latino community, and yeah. uh, you just see it everywhere when you're a kid. It's just kind of yeah. like, how do you not get into graffiti? Right. Uh, like everyone sketches it, uh, everyone is talking about it, and yeah. uh, it's just part of the community and culture. And it's just, I get uh, that. And yeah. there's probably it, it's it, there's not a like in Pittsburgh, there's not that many people doing it, yeah. but there's a lot more people that care about it. Oh yeah, like. As far as like, I care about it not being there. Yeah, yeah. And we're like personal experience. We had the side of our building tagged up. Yeah. And it was it wasn't like nice tags. It was like crappy tags. And I was pissed. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, if anyone's gonna advertise on the side of my building, it's gonna be me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because that, that's my. I felt violated. That was my property. Yeah. I painted over it. Next day, they hit me again. Yeah. And then I painted over it right away. And then, uh, and then a couple months later, some kids. There were four different names. It was just really crappy yeah. handwriting. Painted over it. They actually got the front of my building too. I was, I was like, Ooh, yeah, that's a no now. Right, right. And um, and so I mean, whatever. It just like I could tell it was kids. Yeah. There's a little fire hydrant man like on one of my bricks. Like I think that's cute. Yeah. It's fine. Stay there. If it was cool graffiti, like I'd be okay with it. But if it's just like some crappy script or something, I'm just like, yeah, come on, man. You can do better or yeah um but so like for me when it was on private property i was like oh man like i i've never been that outraged like yeah. for something that like really isn't that important um so in pitts i could i could see and i i'm not born and raised i'm born and raised in orange county california yeah which is a lot more cultured a lot more graffiti um i like graffiti i like the style of stuff so for for even me to be like that ticked off imagine someone in their 50s 60s 70s that don't understand the culture at all yep. 
and then they go, you know, they see this and they get it on the side of the building. Um, I could definitely see Pittsburgh as a place where the tolerance is like a lot less. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, part of it is just that you don't see it as much in Pittsburgh. Yeah. So when it does pop up, it's a lot more noticeable. Right. Um, yeah. And, and I guess even a difference with Chicago and some other cities is a way that people prevent those types of situations is that they'll turn the sides of their businesses uh the side of your business is like a big brick wall like yeah. perfect canvas nice canvas uh, what they'll do I is, is turn those into like a legal graffiti wall in a way where they'll yeah. even bring by yeah. um a local graffiti artist to, right. they don't even have to do an advertisement for the business but just do a big elaborate graffiti piece right um, and you see that here in Pittsburgh. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's definitely nowhere as much as like in Chicago and other right. neighborhoods. But like that will always be the best deterrent to tagging mm-hmm. yeah. is a graffiti piece from a graffiti writer from the community. Right. Because uh, no graffiti writer is going to go over that uh, right. unless if they want trouble. Gotcha. Uh, so it's the right. best deterrent. Um, right. And I, I guess even with street art, street art is not a good deterrent to tagging in graffiti because right. it's saying to those taggers the people the kids from the neighborhood hey your tags are underneath this mural we value this person from a different city uh that's a street artist that you don't even know or care about we value them more than you and value their voice more than yours right um so it's it's a difficult conversation uh, I, can, I can see that yeah um with with that kind of art i mean I understand getting it out there in the public view and you know it it's as an artist though like that's uh if it's on public property that's one thing but like like the way that you mentioned it versus like I could definitely see a big difference yeah like what what gives you not not you per se mm-hmm. but like what gives you the right to to think that like yeah these people that are just tagging their name yeah i think most most people in the population do think that they're not worth very much yeah you know what i mean yeah um but there's this cloud within the community within the graffiti community there's like this whole cloud game right yeah yeah, it it is definitely a cloud game yeah Uh, and i guess even where graffiti comes from the whole point of it Mm -hmm. uh it comes from hip-hop it comes from people finding outlets and venues to get their voice and name out there right. without a traditional means of right. doing that. So if you want your name on a billboard, go paint a billboard. Right. Uh, if you want your name on the side of a train, go ride down the side of a train. Absolutely. Uh, but I guess it gets difficult when it comes to private property yeah. uh, because those are business owners. Uh, where usually what I try to push and tell younger riders or what's kind of uh, unspoken rules is like, you're in a community be respectful don't right. hit the faces of businesses right. like uh if it's the side of a building like brick ball like okay that's right. fine um don't hit houses no places of worship uh no playgrounds uh yep. no schools universities or anything like that just yeah just play within i guess the community you're you're existing in uh and you have to understand it's vandalism when it comes down to right. it it is always vandalism right um and I, I guess, uh, yeah, it, it is uh, always going to be discomforting to a property owner to yeah. have someone else say, no, that property that's yours, that's not yours. That's yeah. mine. Right, right, right. 
Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. So it's it is. I'm not trying to like totally condemn it. Like I want to see. I do want to see graffiti in the community. Yeah. And I want to see it done. But like now, as a 32 year old dude, like I want to see it done right. Yeah. Um, which I'm sure you you want to see things done well as well. Yeah. But like you know that there's kids that are that are young and that are doing it. I have a son. He's almost five. Yeah. And if he starts doing graffiti when he's a little bit older like i mean for one i hope he doesn't do it and turn into you know like get yeah. caught and there's, there's consequences yeah but at the same time like if he did it i would hope he would do do it well and do it within you know yeah. certain limits and hopefully it would look pretty sweet yeah because i mean when it, when it comes down to it graffiti yeah is a typographic art form absolutely um it follows all the rules of typography mm-hmm. uh it's it's about aesthetics um right, right right and there's a lot of rules and like learning what looks good um hmm. so i guess uh it's helpful to some of those younger graffiti writers to have mentors to teach them right. those things also um the whole part of it's kind of like practicing your black book before you go out right uh practice before you start putting up really bad tags and everyone because some tags can be really really good it's yeah. typography yeah um absolutely. some tags can be very very bad right uh yeah so it's i guess trying to find a healthy balance between like right helping people understand that tagging is still an art form mm-hmm. um it is vandalism uh but even within the conversation of art yeah uh, is art immediately not good if it's illegal a lot of time in art school and art spaces people are told to take risk in their Mm -hmm. art making Mm -hmm. uh and i feel like graffiti is really exemplifies risk in art making right and then you have things like like banksy puts a piece up and it's just as you know in the law's eyes it's the exact same thing as someone just scribbling their name yeah um but in you know in reality this piece is super valuable and this is yeah um you know trash or whatever yeah um so i guess it, it is what you make of it yeah and, and i guess with that it's that's why a lot of graffiti artists or people within the graffiti community mm. don't really like street art too much or because mm. i guess uh, I, the comparison there. i make yeah. is street art is to graffiti as iggy azalea is the hip-hop like it's watered down yeah 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 uh it's the more socially acceptable uh right. more commodifiable like it's got you it's uh it's it's diet graffiti um and a lot of the the people who come from street art aren't those young black and brown kids that like started graffiti it's right it's, uh in a lot of the techniques that street artists use were developed by graffiti artists and right as far as wheat pasting and stenciling and all that um yeah so when it really comes down to it it is about like voice the voice of the community and a bunch of young frustrated kids wanting to have their voice heard uh and and i really think that's why yeah in pittsburgh we need more legal walls we need uh more people comfortable with like having the sides of their businesses have a graffiti piece produced on it right but then that comes to another conversation where uh, one of the reasons why people aren't comfortable doing those graffiti pieces on the sides of buildings is that um, you can't incriminate yourself. So uh, being outside daylight doing a graffiti piece, mm-hmm. you're going to have to cover your face. 
because uh, that, that's an immediate association. Right. And we li- Pittsburgh is the type of community where like you have to so cautiously guard yeah. your identity. Um, and that's something I didn't immediately understand when I moved to here. It's like got you. My friends in Chicago they post their graffiti on their Facebook pages, like their right. personal Facebooks. Um, right. When they do commission pieces or murals, uh, they'll they can do it without wearing a face mask. Yeah. Uh, and they can sign the same yeah and they can tag. sign the same yeah. thing and like they'll they'll tag all day and like bomb mm-hmm. and then uh do murals under the same name paid and like yeah. no one's bothering them like yeah. uh and I, I guess that makes for a much healthier relationship interesting uh, where it isn't cons- always considering the graffiti artist as the as the enemy where right. it's kind of like where it's trying to work with the the vandal Right. Uh, and have that conversation because graffiti is always going to exist. Like, yeah. You're never going to get rid of it. Uh, so instead of always making this adversarial battle, like, right. uh, find some common ground and work with them. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, so what is, uh, tell me something you learned in your experience. Uh, so... I learned that I was really bad at graffiti yeah. when I moved to Pittsburgh. Okay, okay. Uh, uh, so did it challenge you to, to make your like art better? I I, I guess it, yeah, well, I, I guess it made me learn color theory a little bit okay. better. Okay, okay. Uh, and then lettering. Uh, I started to get into calligraphy a little bit and like sign painting and like brushwork. Uh, got you, got you. And actually learn typography. Cool. Because um, I was like, oh, the best way to learn graffiti is just learn typography. Right. Um, so that, that pushed me to do that. Cool. Um, that's another way that Pittsburgh's different. Pittsburgh very strongly pushes uh, quality over quantity. I see that. Uh, we're in yep. Chicago for me. My neighborhood, it was just kind of like quantity, quantity, quantity. Uh, and just get it out there. And, Got you. Um, yeah. And I guess maybe that's because Pittsburgh is a smaller graffiti scene that uh, there's more gatekeeping uh, mm-hmm. It's super insular, just kind of like if you're not part of the scene, you're not part of it. And, gotcha. Uh, so either you're a complete toy outside the scene or like you're in the scene and like everyone respects your work. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, so I learned some graffiti politics too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what would you, so let's say there's someone that's watching that has been part of the scene and they want to get out before they get caught. What's the best move? To stop? Um slow down just hit freight trains yeah uh i mean i guess the most dad thing you can do is uh (laughs) just hit freight trains and do monikers which are like hobo mark markings on trains gotcha uh but even if you are still a young kid i I really one thing i learned if you want a long lasting graffiti career and want the most impact um if you want your name to exist for the longest time Mm -hmm. don't burn yourself out uh take it slow uh do freight trains here and there do yeah you can bomb here and there catch some tags but Mm -hmm. don't just be like all right i just need to hit every rooftop and tag every single thing that's what i did Uh, yeah and I, I, <laughs> yeah. You walk up yeah. and down the street, you can see it. Yeah, so that, that was my mindset. It was just like hit everything, go as yeah. hard as I can every single night. Yeah. Um, where if I wanted people to, I guess, see gems even more, 
I would have taken it slowly so I could just keep producing it because at this point I can't produce any more gems graffiti. I can't right. do anything else illegal as gems. Right. Um, or else I'm going to jail. Uh, right. Yeah. So because you're on probation. Now. Yeah, I'm on probation. My name is entirely associated with gems. Right. If there's any new gems graffiti, it's going to be tied back to me. Right. Um, yeah, which sucks, but it does. <laughs> uh, yeah. So take it slow. Take it real slow. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. And there's still risk. I mean, yeah, there's even, still definitely risk. Yeah. Uh, but it also in Pittsburgh, just uh, I know graffiti, like we said, is about clout chasing. So right. um, don't let it, don't get too wrapped up into that. Mm. Uh, maybe stay off Instagram a bit, or at least just don't post your stuff on Instagram. Because uh, there's always going to be cops lurking on Instagram. That's what the gra- graffiti task force does. They just sit yeah. on Instagram all day. Interesting. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I got I went in deep when I when I got tagged to find who it was, and they don't have that much tags. Yeah. Um, and it was uh, so it was hard to find them. Yeah. Dude, I searched hashtags. I searched like it was. I'm just like I gotta figure out who this is because I just wanted to reach out to him and be like, yeah. hey, don't do this. Like, yeah, this is yeah. me. Yeah. Like we're artists and like we're cool, but like this isn't cool. Yeah. And um, but. They, I think they got the picture after like day after day. It was like yeah. painted over right away. Like, no, this is not the space for you right here. And I feel like that's partially the result of the, I guess, relationship Pittsburgh has developed towards mm-hmm. its graffiti. Is that like, if you are a graffiti artist and someone hits you up, like, hey, can we have a conversation? Immediate uh, thoughts like, no, I can't do that. That's incriminating. I'm gonna get arrested. Yeah. Uh, where <laughs> <laughs> it's like kind of, yeah, it's just always fearful. Where uh, that count those conversations can't even begin because gotcha. there is no trust. Right. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> um, I mean, maybe if there wasn't a graffiti task force, those yeah. relationships could get a little better because gotcha. there isn't that constant fear. Right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um. So tell me what you got going on now and yeah. uh, coming up in the future. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I mean, since I, me and Chu got caught, since we were the two, two most wanted, our yeah. names got blown up in the news, uh, yeah. tons of articles and uh, podcasts and things like yeah. that. Yep. Uh, so since then, we've been given access to so many galleries and event gotcha. spaces and people like, hey, can you, do you want to come show here? And we're like, yes. Yeah. But we're going to bring all of our friends and I don't think we've ever done like just like a two person or right. solo show i think you know drum's done too but that was kind of like before all that but since we've done shows together it's never just been like this is about us it's like all right you're gonna bring us in because we're gems and chew yeah but we're gonna bring all our friends along the way cool um yeah and we've been doing tons of curating uh we just got done with a huge show at ace hotel the glow up is an all-person color art show uh yep. we got a lift grant for that so from greater Pittsburgh art council that was cool. great um yeah so i guess just kind of taking that momentum we have and pushing it further yeah uh another show opening april 5th uh at pull proof studio yeah. uh it's another group show is that gonna be up for a whole month that's gonna be up for the whole month cool yeah. uh that one uh we specifically asked people who have never shown with us before to hit us up and to come show with us because cool. uh, there are so many people that will just and it DMs. doesn't have to be street art or graffiti nope. or anything. We're always yeah. just kind of like, show whatever you want. Right. Um, yeah, and I, I guess that's part of the point. It's just kind of breaking down that 
barrier in the fine art world or the gallery world and just say gotcha. we're gonna put whoever we want in absolutely so you've been able to kind of find a way to use this for good yeah um now there was another artist that did a bunch of tagging they were an artist did a bunch of tagging got caught um a lot of people think it might might have been a publicity stunt they they aren't doing as good um so like, yeah obviously i don't think you had the intention of like oh i'm gonna get caught and then i'll make money and then i'll be an artist and yeah then people take me seriously not at all uh even though some of the people we've talked to have kind of explained that game plan to us since they yeah. saw that happen to us right we're like no 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 no, don't, don't do that don't do that <laughs> uh <laughs> like it's kind of strange because people are like oh, okay yeah I'll, I'll just blow myself up i might get caught but they'll just blow me up and he's like no like yeah we had to push really hard for this like yeah if we didn't push it would have just been us uh fire burning out and right. that'd be that uh yeah now as you talk about other people that are like doing fine art and they can do fine art for a long time before they'll actually sell things be you know have people interested the press does do something oh yeah so like the fact that i mean the you got the the bad boy aspect and the you know oh this is a this is a graffiti artist that got caught that has restitution it, it it does bring some value to the table what would you say to someone that like like you were just saying no don't do that what would you do like don't do that but do this um i mean unfortunately today's art market it comes down to branding yep like that's, yeah, yeah, that's absolutely. what it is uh where yeah like you said our branding was the media and right. the fact that street art and graffiti is edgy and people right. want to be in on it and get it uh but for other people it's just that kinda... you can't ride that forever no right no, so no, like no. in a decade yeah you're gonna then you're gonna be working on like the past decades worth of work like yeah it's, you gotta keep it yeah so right. just uh, even now like um we're st me and chew are starting to push a little bit more away from gems and chew as far as like, right don't do bad it, stuff yeah yeah we're yeah. just gonna before we could just literally put a gems tag on something and it would sell yeah uh chew tag on something and it would sell absolutely uh we're now it's kind of like okay let's work on our crafts a little bit more yeah. uh but i guess for the people that don't have that initial push um i guess uh try to do something unique like do, yeah. do something that is genuine but yep. unique yep. um and it does come down to branding like yes. a lot yeah. uh that falls through with every platform genuine unique yeah in business yeah in everything that you're doing if you can do those two things i think that you're, you're solid i, I feel like a it. good example is like matt gondek yeah um absolutely he was graffiti adjacent like he never really did much like graffiti street art whatever yeah uh but he hung around with people to learn spray paint yeah and uh and yeah and even with his idea, it was it was branding. He was taking cartoon right. characters and exploding them. Right. It was really good branding. People Absolutely. are already invested in cartoon characters. Mm -hmm. um, it's pop culture, so it, it's pop art. Yeah. Uh, so he took that and made it his own and right. made it a, an individual thing. And even with his branding, uh, the way that he pushed it is he made murals. When right. you can say, I have this art piece or print or shirt in my home and i can see the same thing outside my window on a wall like that increases the value of it that increases the interest absolutely yeah so when someone buys a, a gems piece that's a tag and they can say oh look across the streets same thing right like it's it just makes it a little bit more interesting gotcha 
Got you. All right. Well, uh, tell me where we can find you, like Facebook, Instagram, whatever. Yeah. So uh, Instagram at Good Boy Gems, nice. number one good boy. Uh, <laughs> Facebook, uh, no one really uses that anymore. That's alright. But uh, I think I'm under there. It's just Max Gems Gonzalez. Cool. Uh, yeah, and I mean Instagram and art show. That's where it's at. Cool. Um, Definitely come out if you. I I interact with a, pe- a lot of people who have never been to art shows. Yeah. And it drives me nuts. I'm yeah. like, are you serious? All right, let's do this. Uh, so there's. There's art shows all over Pittsburgh, whether it's downtown, uh, the Garfield Artwork or Gar- Gar- Garfield Artwalk, and um, definitely check out whatever shows you can. Uh, there's wonderful venues all over, kind of sprinkled around. Um, yeah, make we're making art accessible. Yeah, you can afford art. I'm saying that. Yeah, absolutely. Come, come by art. Come by art. Yeah, <laughs> let's do it. Um, I had one last question. But I think I lost it. I'll save it for the next time. So okay. we'll have you on another time. Cool. Awesome. Yep. Thank you so much. Sweet.